the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Please be seated. On a cold night 2,000 years ago, a miracle happened in the little town of Bethlehem. We say these words every year, and I am so very thankful that we're able to gather here together, especially this year, tonight, to celebrate the birth of Jesus. We light candles and we sing songs. We smile and we greet each other with Merry Christmas. We share gifts and we eat delicious foods because what's a celebration without a feast? Now, I'm certainly all about having a party, but I do wonder sometimes if we truly grasp what happened for us on this most holy night some 2,000 years ago. Do we truly understand the depth of what God gave us? Perhaps if we look a little closer at the story that is so very familiar to us, we might find ourselves discovering something new tonight. Jesus is born of Mary, who is engaged to Joseph. They're simple people. Jesus was not born in any spectacular way. In fact, he was born in the regular way of a woman with labor pains and all of that. Joseph and Mary were both probably scared to death. Sure, they were no doubt in wonder and awe at the new life that had just appeared before them, but scared to death like all new parents. It's a pretty sure bet that being in Bethlehem for this birth was not part of their plan. We all know that they did not intend for Mary to be away from family and from help when this baby was due. But they had to go to Bethlehem. The census demanded that they go. They were simply following the decree, just like everyone else. And at the birth of their child, we know they experienced great joy and wonder and, like all new parents, uncertainty about what the future might hold for them and for their new son. The shepherds, like Mary and Joseph, are not particularly special people either. On this day, they're simply going about their own business, taking care of their sheep that night. But their routine, unextraordinary lives are forever changed when an angel comes to them of all people and shares the news about the birth of Christ. And no sooner does this angel share this news than the heavens are literally opened before them and an entire angel chorus joins in praising God. It's as if all creation itself cannot be held back from spreading the news of this baby's birth. Unlike Mary and Joseph in the stable, these shepherds have an incredible moment of revelation. They follow the instruction and go see this new baby who was born. They go to see the glory of God that is in this little child. 
And upon finding the child, they too experience great joy and wonder. In this account of Christ's birth, we might just find a pattern for ourselves. I realize we can't all be Joseph or Mary or a bunch of shepherds, but I think it's important to notice that God came to them in the midst of their everyday lives. They were just doing what normal people do in their positions and in their jobs. And so I wonder if God came to them in this manner, how might God come to us? Will God come to us in a similar way? Has God been coming to us all along? I believe the answer to both of these is yes. Now, we don't know exactly how or when God will make God's self known to us, but we can be sure God will come. God will come so that we too might recognize the presence of Christ among us, Emmanuel. The challenge for all of us is to recognize that God is actually already at work in us and around us, whether we notice God or not. As humans, we like to be in control, don't we? And we like God to do what we want God to do. A classic story is one about a man in a flood who was determined that God would save him miraculously. And as his house began to slowly become submerged, a truck, a boat, and then finally a helicopter all come by to save him. But he just sits there, waiting to be divinely beamed up to safety somehow. Well, in the story, he drowns and gets to heaven and wants to know why God didn't intervene to save him. Well, God says, well, I sent a truck, a boat, and a helicopter. What more do you want? To go along with that story, one of my favorite prayers is, Dear God, please give me patience and give it to me right now. <laughs> Sometimes I wonder if the way Jesus makes himself known to us is somehow related to the level of stubbornness we might have in our bodies. The higher level of stubbornness, the larger the event required to get our attention. I guess that means our world was pretty bad off in order for God to send his one and only son to save us. And that really is what Christmas is all about after all, isn't it? Through no action of our own, and certainly for no reason that we deserve, God loved us so much that God became human, lived among us, and ultimately conquered sin and death for everyone, for all time. That is what the Christmas story is really about. Not about decorating trees or wrapping presents or eating all that delicious food. Christmas is about love, 
a love so great that there is nothing you or I could ever do to stop it. Absolutely nothing. This Christmas and this upcoming year, perhaps we can learn a lesson from Mary, Joseph, and those shepherds. Be still. Sure, go about our daily tasks, but find time to be still and listen. Look for God in the unexpected. Jesus was born in a stable with no fanfare surrounded by animals. His mother was a young girl, not a worldly princess, and his father was a carpenter, not a king. No hustle, no bustle, just life. Imagine how that might look in today's world. Over and over again, God comes to us. Sometimes it is flashy. A choir of singing angels in the dead of night would certainly get my attention. But many times, it's in the quiet. God came to Joseph in a dream. Jesus Christ, fully human and fully divine, was born in a barn and slept in a feeding trough. So to really get into the true spirit of Christmas, expect to be surprised by God at any moment, of any given day, in any possible way. Jesus is among us. Christ is here, present. Tonight, once again, we are reminded of the wonder, the joy, and the inescapable truth that Jesus comes to us in ways we can't even imagine. I pray that we all will have a wondrous and joyful Christmas season and that we all may truly feel and know God's unending love. Amen.